Welcome back to the Coach Emery Show. I am your host, Coach Emery, a.k.a. Emery McMillan. Today I have with me Camille Talisha, the intentional goddess. She is a super dope individual. Um, As I always say, if you don't know this person, by the end of the show, you're going to wish you did. And you're going to be glad that you got to listen in and see what's going on. Um, I want Camille to introduce herself, and then I want to jump in with a bunch of questions like I always do. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Uh, Thank you for having me on the show today, Coach Emery. Um, I'm Camille Talesia, and I hate introducing myself, but no problem. I do my best. Uh, (laughs) I am the intentional goddess. Um, What I do inside of that, I'm a leadership and life design strategist. So I support, I'm going to say right now, um, high achieving women, feminine leaders and entrepreneurs in really strategically designing lives and businesses that are in alignment with who they are and what they ultimately want for themselves. Um, The reason I hesitated is because I don't just exclusively work with women, but I focus mostly on women. But, you know, I I do have a couple male clients, so there's that. Um, In addition to that, I am the founder and host of the Total Abundance Summit, which uh, Coach Emery was a part of last year. Next one is coming up December this year, 2022. Um, And I'm the host of the I Goddess Tings podcast as well. And I also do systems, automation, platform, CRM build-outs too. So do a little bit of, that's the techie side of the Intentional Goddess. Um, There's probably more things that I do, but I can also go ahead. Yeah, I feel like I know some more things that you do, but I'm not, I'm not gonna put you I'm on blast. Though. I'm not gonna put you on blast. I'm gonna let okay. you just stick with those seven, eight things. <laughs> so, all right. So, so tell me a little bit about just as an entrepreneur, right? You sound like you do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how you knew that this this journey was for you. Like, what made you realize that this journey was for you? Hmm. well wait let me let me back up first okay. first okay where are you from <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that made me laugh yeah where are you from okay. um i'm originally from upstate new york um mm-hmm. but what sets you claim I'm, I'm about to i'm about to get into it okay <laughs> i am from the capital district region of new york albany schenectady well i mean i am mostly I grew up in like the Schenectady Gilderland area. Shout out to the 518. That was not, don't look at those numbers, y'all. I don't know what I just threw over my hands. Um, yeah, so originally from upstate New York, but I have lived in Atlanta now for a little over 20 years. So I kind of claim both. Okay. Mostly New York. Mostly New York, though. Okay. If you had to live in one, like for the rest of your life, where would it be? Atlanta. I can't, I, can't, I cannot stand the cold. I can't. Okay. Even I keep the heater on in my house uh, in the summertime. Okay, so we know who got the bread. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I want to know more about you, the intentional goddess part, right? Mm -hmm. What does that mean, and what does that represent to you? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. So, what does the intentional goddess mean per se? part of that question Ooh, um so the intentional goddess it really came about from a 
I mean, my spiritual journey, I think, is all is still is an ongoing thing. So I'm not gonna say like, oh, it was this one journey, but I did have this experience where the um, business coaching company that I was doing, which was just under my name, Camille Talicia, it wasn't really um, doing what it needed to do. Honestly, like I wasn't really moving in alignment, and um, so I decided I was just gonna like pause for a moment, and I went to this it was a convention for this women's empowerment group that I was in and we were in, um, oh my goodness, I'm totally blanking on the name, but it's in South Carolina. It's home of where the Gullah Geechee people, um, oh, oh my gosh, I cannot think of the name. <laughs> this is so sad because it was so important. <laughs> Anyways, I had a whole like just experience while I was out there and on the drive back home, the whole thing came through like it was about doing things with intention um creating things with intention and originally what it was initially initially was like oh i'm gonna make bracelets and waist beads and and in like bless them and infuse them with intentions for women so that when they wear them not only is it just like physically representing something but there's some spiritual energetic aspect to it as well so i started with that then started creating um, like group experiences for women and you know meditation groups and manifestation groups and inside of that I was um, attracting women entrepreneurs because that's all I mean like business I love business I feel like I have a very strategic business mind in a sense and so of course I'm attracting who I am and so I got to step back into that space of talking about business but from a more um, hmm substantial space like so I also got to talk about spirituality also talking about business um, personal development and leadership development and you know just like staying tapped in and connected with your femininity and so it just really naturally evolved into this space where I could not only still be the goddess be the flowy feminine divine being that I am but still be intentional with everything so business stuff I was still I don't really do the waist beats as much anymore um but really focusing on the inner development of women and us standing and owning our power in a feminine way so that's kind of what the intentional goddess has evolved into um but it really started out as um waist beats and bracelets with intentions (laughs) so wait that's cool because I mean there's more I'm going to get into about that, but that's cool because I think that that's where a lot of people start. They start the journey there, right? With the bracelets, the waist beads, and yeah. like the, the, the uh, you know, different things that represent the journey, not knowing how deep the journey really is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I first got into my journey, um, just becoming spiritually aware Absolutely. of everything, Absolutely. it was, uh, it was an interesting space because I'm like, all right, I got to get me a, you know, a crystal. I got to get it. All these things. I got to get this stuff, but not realizing that all of those things are yeah. part of a small part in comparison to the big part small of the part. Mission, Right. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize like that's just, that's just the beginning. That's the entry level stuff, but you got to have an interest somewhere to get to the bigger picture. So that's why I think it's interesting that you have that. Um, were you, when you began that journey with the bracelets and the waist beads, did you start to see more of what this journey was about? And is that why it transitioned and got so big or was it always in you? 
You know, I mean, I had been doing like the personal development with a touch of spiritual development work for probably four years prior to that. Um, like I was in LA before I came back to Atlanta and um, kind of, you know, I don't know, I've got into the woo scene. That's what I, <laughs> I got a little bit into the woo when I was in LA. So I was on the journey, but I think that time giving myself permission to really just dive into the spiritual space because I was like, oh, I'm the goddess and it's the energy and it's this. I loved it because um, I, I tapped in, you know, like I created an oracle deck, like I was doing, I had med, I have a meditation program, all these things that I never, I guess to answer your question, I never would have thought would have been some of the things that I would have created because I really didn't see myself as that like in touch and in tune of a person. Um, and I thought that it was, it had to look a certain way, right? And so right. one of the things that I feel like just this journey has taught me is that spirituality and your connection to your higher power can look like whatever it needs to look like that will serve you and allow you to show up as your best self, as your most confident, most powerful self um, in whatever you do, right? Like it doesn't have to be oh, I burn incense every day and I ring a, 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 a singing bowl and, you know, like, and I have 17 crystals in my brassiere. Like, it doesn't have to be that. Can it be that? Right. 100%. But right. like, I feel just as spiritual in my leggings at the gym or working out as I would if I was sitting in front of my plants and burning, you know, burning the, the resins and all that stuff and being in a 15-hour meditation. I've never right. been that long. I don't know why I said that, but anyways. <laughs> So, <laughs> what is the longest time you've meditated? Um, I would say, like in one straight sitting, I think I've been able to do thirty minutes. But my meditation process has also transitioned over mm-hmm. as well, evolved. Maybe I could say, um, yeah. you know, like it used to be. Oh, I got to play this certain type of music. That's just quiet and this, and I have to sit down and be on the pillow and be in this position. And sometimes my meditation is me playing gospel music and dancing and, and you know, praising for, for an hour. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To me, it still allows me to be connected. It allows me to raise my vibration. It allows me, like, it sounds crazy, but it's like my mind gets to be quiet in this other sense because it's just about the energy and the frequency of, being in a space of gratitude and praise, you know? So, right. yeah. No, that's, that's dope. And I was asking because, um, you know, I meditate and I think that anything over like 26 minutes, mm-hmm. I fall asleep. So, they, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, I feel like I've gone 25 minutes successfully. <laughs> 26 <laughs> minutes, I'm pushing like pay to state. I'm out of here. Got yeah, it. Got out of here. Um, but I asked how long, um, have you meditated and that was just a random question, but I was curious because you did mention that you don't have to do it for a certain amount of time to get the experience. Can you share with me and whoever's listening, Mm. what meditation does for you specifically? Mm. You know, I think it does. It really does whatever you need it to do in that moment. But a lot of the times when I am meditating, the thing that I am looking for is one sort of grounding myself, like coming back into 
my body, I feel like, you know, and not being so in my head or like thinking externally, it's like coming back in. And then the second part is um, intentionally taking time to connect with my higher power, you know, with spirit, with the universe, or whatever God, whoever you call it, um, in a way that is like, not to ask, but to listen and to just be in the space with, right? Because yeah. I think a lot of times we think, oh, we got to like pray, we got to do this, this, this. And like, sometimes, yeah, I'll have conversations. Sometimes my meditation starts out with like, all right, so this is what's going on. And if somebody outside looked at me, they might think I'm crazy because I'm sitting talking to nobody that they can physically see. Right. <laughs> but then there's also that time where it's like, maybe I'll just say, hey, listen, so this is what's going on. This is what I feel like I need. If there's anything else that I need, I'm open to receiving that now. And then just getting quiet enough to feel, because for me, it's more of a feeling, you know, some people are more auditory. And so they'll feel like they're hearing something. For me, it kind of is like a knowing and a feeling in the body and allowing that to come in um, into the space really um, it, it becomes available in that moment. So grounding and connecting, I think, are like the two main things for me um, that meditation does. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. I like that. I like how um, you specify, like sometimes it's not, you know, sitting still with the legs folded, you know, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, sometimes my best meditations come in my morning run. Well, not run. I call it the jog because it's not like exactly. a, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm talking, to, I'm talking to God and I'm, literally just trying to get clarity on my thoughts and and silence some of the thoughts and silence some of the other things going on um someone recently asked me like you know when i meditate they didn't ask me they told me you know when i meditate i'm not able to quiet my thoughts mm -hmm. and i and I, you know I, I told them from my perspective and when i meditate yes your thoughts are never silenced what happens is it changes the speed mm. of your thoughts mm -hmm. so that you can can you can then hear them individually yeah. and over time master that process enough to say hey come back later yeah right and it's never going to stop the thoughts but you're like you know what i'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back to you i'm gonna park this topic and i'm gonna get back to this one because i want to focus on this one thing and that comes with time right at first when i meditated i didn't i couldn't do that like the first time i meditated was really different for me because a lot of people don't experience the first time to meditate when first time i meditated i experienced i saw colors i was able to see like colors i saw like a yeah listen nobody repeat this okay okay all right cool. yeah so Got first it. time i meditated i saw colors but they were like in front of me in the shape of me so and it was like different up. colors flowing through my body mm -hmm. i knew nothing about any of the chakras and nothing about any of that stuff mm -hmm. it was literally my first time meditating so i'm like all right what is what is this i'm looking and as i'm looking i'm i'm sitting completely still but i see myself moving through this flow of colors it was like reds some greens some yellows it was a bunch of colors in there and i felt like i could go in and like change stuff i said nah let me not touch this let me, no, let me not let me not do that so i finished my meditation and it was just like what was that mm -hmm. like what was that right and so it blew my mind it blew my mind because i'm like yo is this what meditation is that's not what it was for everybody. That was what it was for me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And when you go into meditation expecting something, 
it's kind of uh, you can expect clarity, but when you expect a specific thing, an a specific feeling or a specific vibe, you're blocking out the possibility for meditation to do what it's supposed to do, which is to give you what you need. Right. So that's really um, what I understood about it from that beginning time. And then over time, my meditations got less and less, quote unquote, what they're supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, every time I, I talk to God when I'm jogging. Right. And when I start on my jog, I talk to God, I ask God, how's he doing? And what, you know, what, what do you need for me? Stuff like that. Yeah. And typically whenever I ask that question, I see this black and yellow bird. I've never seen this kind of bird before in my life. It's just a small little black and yellow bird, but I only see it when I ask that question. I don't ask that question all the time. Mm -hmm. But when I do, I see this bird. Mm -hmm. I have three, like three pictures in my phone of times I saw this bird while talking to God. So it's just funny that, um, you know, you mentioned the gospel music and that's a, a form of meditation for you when you, you know, listen to gospel music and just being able to vibe. I feel like anytime you silence yourself and listen to the voice of the creator that you believe in, you're meditating. Yeah. Right. It's like you're downloading, but intentionally downloading. It's not something that stopped you and started downloading is you intentionally made the space for it to come in. Exactly. I love that. Made intentionally making the space. Yeah. Um, so I love that you mentioned your running as meditation. Cause I forgot to add that. Like sometimes going to go, just being in nature, actually the experience that I was talking about, um, still can't remember the name of the place. Oh my God. This is going to bother me. Uh, St. <laughs> Simon's. I don't know. We're going to call it that, though. We're going to call it that for now, though. Sure. But the experience, like the thing that was the experience was we were at this hotel, but we went outside and it was like this marsh behind the hotel um, with the reeds and all that. And it was like being in that space, I literally felt my ancestors mm. in this way that I had never before in all of the work like I felt my ancestors surround me I felt their support and then I had this um I had like a heart opening session with one of um the ladies in my particular cohort and I felt literally felt my ancestors like right here during the session in a way like it was so it but it just like cracked me wide open but it started from going outside being in nature and that's why I know it's like there was nothing special. We went out there. I mean, I think we like sang a song or something. We were standing as women together. And I mean, so that was special, but it wasn't like a, everybody sit down and seven minutes of meditation. It was just right. in the space, you know? And so I really think that there is something so powerful about nature that people forget. And they think, oh, I got to meditate inside with all my things and be in this space. And, and sometimes you just got to go outside, stand in the sun, just right. be with the actual natural creations of god and see what happens to you um yeah. the other thing i wanted to ask you you talking about this black and yellow bird have you looked it up i didn't want to you got to i don't want anytime, to i didn't want to you start seeing something like repetitively especially in your meditation or just in life you've got to look that up i remember there was a period of time recently where it was like i was seeing snakes everywhere not in real life per se but like on my internet feed, when I'm actually, I did see two snakes when I was going on runs. One was dead. The other one was like a baby snake crawling across the thing. Mind you, I am afraid of snakes. And so I was like, what the hell is going on? I thought it was a bad thing. 
but it was mm-hmm. something I looked it up and I think something was about like awareness and shedding of skin or something like that. There were some meanings behind it. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I see ladybugs a lot after my mom passed away. I started seeing ladybugs and dragonflies a lot. So I looked it up and there was some, I don't remember now what the meanings were, but it's like when right. you see those things, just look it up. So I want well, see- to look it up. For me, I didn't look it up because it was one of those moments of sometimes like you, some people call them omens, some people call them signs, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. In that particular moment, I understood. Okay. It, was under, it was an understanding. It wasn't like, I wonder what that means. It mm-hmm. was a, okay, this, this got it. Yeah. It was a silent understanding between me and, you know, and God. And it was like, okay, I got you. Perfect. Okay. Right. You know. So it, it wasn't something I was confused about and it wasn't something that raised any questions at all. It was more of a gentle nudge, like, hey, keep going, Got keep it. doing what you're doing. Because God speaks to me directly in a way where it's like, yo, are you serious? Like, you just said that to me like that? Who do you think? Never mind, I know who you think you are. Never mind, <laughs> Never mind. I know who you think you are. Right? I know who you are, forget it. You're, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm gonna do it. Because um, there was one time I'm like, yo, what do you need from me, right? And I hear from God in different ways, like sometimes, but this one time I heard, I heard God talk to me, like actually talk to me twice in my lifetime that I know of. I'm not going to get into the first one, but I'm going to tell you about this one because it's related. So like, what do you need me to do? And it's like, yo, say my name more. Like it was silent for like 30 seconds and I just kept on doing my job and just had to, you know, instrument of music playing no words because i don't like to be distracted by words unless i'm in, intentionally listening to motivation on my job and it was silent the stuff was playing and i heard say my name more i'm like you trying to say i don't say your name enough like you trying to and i'm like you know i don't and it's kept jogging i'm like you're right so i came back and i did a video about like yo giving credit where credit is due with acknowledging the power that gave you power acknowledging that it's part of a bigger plan. It's part of a bigger thing. And sometimes we forget to acknowledge that this is not just my journey and my desires. Like this is part of a bigger picture, all the work that I'm doing and part of a bigger picture that is created by the same thing that created me. So, you know, give God the power or whatever you acknowledge as, acknowledge it so that when people come looking for what you got, they know how to get it. Yeah. So that, that, you know, it was, again, one of those things that was understood. I understood exactly why you were saying it. Listen, a lot of people got their eyes on you right now. People you don't even know got their eyes on you right now. Say my name. Let them know. Let them know who's with you. Let them know who your, you know, who your team is, right? So that was big for me. Um, but I asked those questions because there's a lot of people who may not know a lot about meditation, who may not dig as deep. Um, and I also told the same person, like, hey, there's no mastering this right it's always learning in this space and so um there's a lot of people who are new to this or newish to this or have lost their way and looking to get back so i wanted you to share some of your perspectives of how you do it in different ways you do it and you know hopefully by sharing those things we can help those people um, on their path so thank you for sharing that um my next question for you is a little bit more into what you do along the lines of and correct me on this, um, when you do, you evaluate people to determine their, what's the thing? Human design. Bow. Human design. 
human design. I had it written down somewhere and I'm like, wait, what is <laughs> like, I know what it's saying. I know what it is, but human design. Tell can you tell people who don't know what human design is? Just like an overview of what it what it is. Sure. You're getting um, shivers. Talking no, about just taking a breath. Um so human design is this um system that is a um it's like a synthesis of a few different modalities. So there's the zodiac system, um, on that zodiac, I'm sorry, astrology, um, the chakra system, genetic code, uh, I Ching and uh, the Kabbalah. And okay. um, it puts together, basically you insert, for those of you who've never heard it before, you go to one of the chart generators and you would input your birth information, so your birthday, birth time, birth location. And it creates this chart based on that information. Um, a, a lot of that, again, is the astrology piece. And then from there, you'll get this chart that has these shapes and these lines. And so it'll show you what centers you have defined, what centers you have open or undefined, where you have active gates and where you have active channels. Um, and then a bunch of other things on the side. Uh, we can be here all day talking about it, maybe all weekend. Um, but essentially what I do <laughs> with that information is I do provide consultations or readings, whatever you want to call it, um, for um, reading and understanding what your chart says about you, um, the basic information, your type, your strategy, your authority, your profile, those are, that's like my basic, basic reading. And then we get into your centers. Um, we get into your channels and your gates as well. And then we have, um, I have consultations or readings that look at you and a partner, a friend, a lover, whoever, how you guys engage and interact with each other, how you connect, what you create when you're together, like what type of graph you guys combine, create. And so you can just get a lot of information about it. Um, I think the most important aspects of human design for me that I like are understanding your type and your strategy because it allows you to get a clearer perspective of how your energy shows up in the world um, and how it's best for you to use your energy um, and engage with others. So just for example, I'm a generator, I'm a pure generator. Uh, and so a generator strategy is to wait to respond, right? And so learning and actually integrating that strategy into my life has allowed me to um, be less, I'm going to say aggressive, but I don't even really like that word, but I guess be more patient. Let me say that, mm -hmm. not less of anything, be more patient and yeah. be more willing to allow things to happen and allow things to come to me. Um, versus me going out and initiating and starting all these things and using my energy in a way that doesn't serve me the best. Because when I wait to respond, I actually get to say yes or no to things. And I actually get to wait and feel that they are actually in alignment with me and um, will serve me. And if I even have the energy to do them in that moment. And so right. that's available as a generator, understanding that versus being somebody you know, we're in this Nike society of like, just do it, just go do this, you know, all of that. But sometimes you don't need to just go do it. You need to wait because in the waiting, the universe, God, whomever can put more things in alignment so that when it's a time for you to say yes, it's a lot easier to be a yes and to be successful inside of your yes 
than if I decided, okay, it's like, I always use the example of my, um, in my sessions of like writing a book. Like mm-hmm. I can have the idea to write a book, right? Like it's not saying, oh, don't have ideas. Don't, you know, none of that. It's like, great. I have the idea to write a book. It's amazing. So I'll start writing my little outline. Oh, I could write about this, I could that, da, 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 da. But right. in the time that I'm doing this planning, instead of me going and like starting the book, finding a publisher and doing all this stuff, just by saying, I like to write a book, the universe can start moving things around, bringing people into my space who will be inspiration, who, be, who can be resources. And then <clears throat> when the time is right, there will be somebody who will come and be like, oh my gosh, you know so much about that. that we, have you ever thought about writing a book? Or, <laughs> okay, I'm about, I'm about to put together this anthology book. Would you like to be a part of it? Would you like to share your story? You should tell your story. Like there will be something for me to say yes to that will mm-hmm. not only activate my ability to have, not my, activate my energy so that I can complete it, but also activate me in a way to be more aware of like, what are the resources? What are the things that are available to me to make this process as easy as possible? So that was a long explanation that went a little- No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 that that went how it should have went. And I appreciate that because I have questions about what you just said. So you said you're a generator. What type of generator are you? I'm a pure generator. Now, are there other types of generators? You said one of the most important things to understand about human design is the type you are, right? Yeah. uh So what are the types? There's five types. There's manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. So the generator and manifesting generator, we are cousins. We're all in the generator family, but manifesting generators have an extra um, activation and connection with that throat that gives them a little more of a, um, a little more initiation energy than a generator, a pure, and the reason I'm a pure generator is because um, one, I'm not a manifesting generator, and two, my authority is sacral, which means it's from that center that makes us generators, mm-hmm. versus an emotional generator whose authority is their emotional solar plexus, and so mm-hmm. their decision making has to go through an extra process of feeling their emotions around it. Right. Whereas for me when I need to make a decision, it's fully a gut decision in the moment, right? Right. Emotional generator has to be like, oh, let me feel some things. Let me go through my process and then I can let you know. So that's some of that differentiation. Okay. Now I'm glad you were able to tell me the types because to someone who doesn't know about what human design is, um, I want them to leave here with at least a basis of understanding what you do, number one, and what (laughs) that is. No. And the reason for that is because there's a lot of information online right now. There's a lot of information online, a lot of places people can go to find things out. But if you're already right here, you may as well know what we're talking about while we're talking about it. So you can have an informed opinion on what you want to do next, right? Everybody's looking for something at some point. So this may be for somebody. So um, with those types, there's subsets of types, right? Well, no, um, the only differentiator is like the authorities within. So I guess, yeah but they're not really subsets of the types that then go okay. like your authority center. Um, okay. Think about gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now you said that you can go online and put in your information and yeah. do these things. Now they can do that on your website, right? Like they can start the process on your website or is there somewhere you they recommend book, they go? Yeah, they can book a session on my website and I'll pull their chart for them. They'll be able mm-hmm. to put their information in there or they can um, go to mybodygraph.com or geneticmatrix.com. Those are two sites that I like to use um, to pull charts as well. I use Genetic Matrix to pull charts for my readings, but um, those do the free charts for you. But if you're looking to have a deeper understanding of the chart, Mm -hmm. um, then I would 
highly encourage you booking at minimum a quick start consultation reading on my site because that one uh, I think it's like 45 minutes or an hour and we'll just go through the basics so that you can have that baseline understanding that maybe you could find like you could do a whole bunch of research and find out information but you know I or you can just come and get it consolidated and present it to right. you and make it make sense and how to apply it to your own life right yeah mm-hmm. okay now what's your website intro to human design.com intro to human design.com check that out say it one more time so it's a three so it's three intro to human design.com perfect so i want to switch gears on you similar okay. topic but i want to switch gears um and come out of how you do what you do mm-hmm. well come out of what you do and then go into a little bit of the business side of things mm-hmm. how was it for you breaking into a spiritual based business mm-hmm. like how was that transition from corporate America or wherever you worked before prior to being in this space, how was that transition for you? And did you ever have those moments of wondering, like, am I in the right, do I, am I doing the right thing? Or should I go back to that? <laughs> um, it was, you know, it's interesting because it's like on some levels, of course, I think with any journey, there's the hiccups, the bumps, the doubts, all of that. But also because of the fact that it felt so um, divinely inspired. There was a level of it that really was simple because I went from the space of being this like, oh, let me talk about business. I'm like really just kind of square is the words coming up, but not in like the the sense that we use it like as kids, like but more so like just like this in. box. Yeah, like right. this, I gotta be this person. I gotta show up like this and I gotta be, like a robot to like getting to really embrace my creative side and getting Mm -hmm. to embrace the femininity in this really beautiful, soft way that felt so different. So there were times where, yeah, it was a little bit like, Ooh, is this like, I'm questioning myself. Like, Oh, do I need to show up like this? Do I need to look like this? Am I using the right words? Um, But then uh, seeing how things would just kind of align and how things flowed and how it I felt right. Like it felt really natural to just, oh, let me create this thing and put it out there. I think the biggest issue for me or challenge for me stepping into that spirituality space was feeling um, comfortable charging money and charging like enough money that it makes sense for me to do this. Like, you know, it's there's this idea that like when you get into spirituality and you're wanting to help people on this level that isn't necessarily like I'm about to raise your profits that you're not allowed to charge money for it you know right. and I think a lot of people in the spiritual community are finally stepping out of that space because we're mm-hmm. valuing the work that we do in all elements right like right. we know that yeah okay maybe I'm just giving you an oracle card reading just giving you this reading but if you take the guidance from this reading and you go do something in a business or your life improves x x tenfold or whatever that um that is still valuable and so i still get to charge you for that even though it feels like it's just this little non-tangible thing that i'm right and so i think of all the things it was charging the value of my time and my energy And, uh, you know, like what I'm doing and what I'm creating for people, charging what I was worth in that sense was probably the biggest hiccup. But the beautiful thing about 
following the guidance of spirit is that things I feel like just kind of flow and align in a much easier way. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes yeah. you got a journey, you got a journey, but yeah. you know, um, there's a lot more ease that comes with it um, when you're in that space. And so that's been, that's been exciting. I like that. I like that. I like the clarity that you brought to that because a lot of people, you know, we, we look at the spiritual leaders um, mm-hmm. over time and, you know, like for instance, there's always some level of money involved with the mega churches, right? There's always some level of money involved with, you know, pastoring and things like that. And I'm not comparing the two. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the spiritual space, religion has always been a moneymaker, mm. period, right? So when people look at the work that people do individually in their own businesses, it's like this thing where, oh, I'm not supposed to, you know, pay or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're this kind of person, then you should just be giving this away. And it's a, cur- yeah, <laughs> it's a currency exchange, right? And it's, it's, exactly. it's turning, the, it's just different types of currency. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm in the coaching space, I'm in the business consulting space. So in these spaces, there are people who feel like, man, you're just giving me information, mm-hmm. but it's no different than you buying a book. It's no mm-hmm. different than you going and paying for therapy you're paying someone to give you their understanding of your situation and potentially give you something that can help you change the dynamic of your life. That's worth something. And so, you know, I've been a mentor for over 15 years. Um, I think that number is even bigger now, uh, but over 15 years, I've been a mentor or guide for people. I've been a consultant for businesses completely free for over 15 years. I've been a coach, a relationship coach, a, a, you know, all these things. I've been these things for so long, not knowing that it was a business, not knowing it was an industry. I'd get off work and be on the phone with somebody for two hours, helping them build their business from, you know, from inception to the point where it could stand alone and surpass that typical two to three years where most entrepreneurs don't make it through. I've done that right? With, with no cost because I didn't know. Yeah. Once I understood that, yo, these, a lot of these companies, I'm looking at their names on the side of buildings. They're just, they do the same thing. They're consultants. Yeah. They're marketers. They're, you know, um, therapists and coaches and it's an industry regardless of how you want to look at it as a customer is this is an industry. This is somebody's business that they built and to keep those lights on metaphorically or, or, or in real life, to keep those lights on, to keep, you know, your your software paid for everything that you got to do, it costs money. So um, I'm glad that you brought that up because it's important that people understand, like, you're not just getting someone who just like can just transmit the information to your brain. You don't got to do any work. You don't got to take their time or use their resources. That's pulling from but you. But even right? if they could do that, it's still an energetic experience. Oh, absolutely. It's still currency. really come to start um valuing and standing on it's like everything I do is an energetic exchange and it's not like it's not I'm a very generous kind caring loving person and so me giving you a price is not me not caring about you or me being money hungry it's It's caring about yourself as well exactly it's me taking care like i can't preach self-care and then be given and then pour it you know let's do three hours no charge but self-care no problem or no you pay me 15 dollars, and i'm just gonna give you you know like 20 years of what i know it's not gonna happen like it doesn't exactly it can happen but it doesn't serve me right like even 
undercharging for programs. Like I put together this whole program, um, a six month thing. And I think I was charging like $99 for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's spiritual, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't, I realized that by undercharging, I didn't even put myself in a position that I could show up as right. the best facilitator, guide, coach, whatever right. it is, because I can't fun- I can't focus on this program because it's not making, it's, <laughs> I'm not charging enough that I can give you the gifts that I want to give. Like I have a whole thing, like I was buying gifts and, you know, creating right. this and creating that. And I the night before you're trying to figure out how you're going to get the gas to get there. <laughs> exactly. And so I right. said, I'm not only not doing myself a favor, but I'm also doing my clients a disservice by undercharging in the name of money. Right. And not being able to show up in your full self because you still exactly yeah I dig that exactly. I dig that a lot yeah I did that a lot so we kind of talked about that and a little bit of my next question for you so I'm not gonna ask the question the normal way um okay. normally I'd ask what obstacle did you face when building your business but that's something uh-huh. that you just answered but what I will ask you is what do you feel not from other people's perception of what you do and not from other people's feedback of what you do, what part of what you do is the hardest for you? (laughs) Um, Honestly, putting myself out there. Mm. Um, Because one of the things I feel is like, I'm like a head down, like if I'm doing the work, head down, doing the work. Like show, you know, I'm showing up for who's who's asked for my time or who's right. making time. And I forget that I still need to let other people know. Right. Or like and just in general, you know, like I'll be having conversations with people and they say, Yeah, I need this, I need that, or I do da 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 da. And I'm like, Oh, I do that. And right. they're like, Really? I had no idea. I've known you all this time. I didn't even know. <laughs> right. They're like, I didn't know that. Oh, you wrote a book? I didn't know that. Oh, you've right. I didn't know that. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause it's just like once I'm once the the thing has come in, like, oh, go do this. Like, I'm just going to create it. That's part of being a generator, right? It's like, right. once it's a yes, and the energy is a yes, like, I'm full steam ahead. Oh, wait, nobody knew about it. And then right. there's part of it where it's like, I also feel like there's a lot of me that likes to be behind the scenes. Like, I don't necessarily need the shine, but I'm right. realizing that. The shine needs you. I have to, <laughs> I have to shine in order to be of the, the highest level of service possible. Right. So it's it, that's been a little thing that you know it's like ooh, oh, right. tell people they need to know. I need to be visible. Oh, I got to post on social media. I'm still right. honest. Okay, the hardest social media. Like I can't stand it. Oh man, it's <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting thing, man. It's like we could be on being on social media. It's not hard. Right. It's but- actually using it the way you need to use it to build your business is hard you could be on social media for three hours and then as soon as it's time to do some work on social media it's like uh uh okay like but wait i want to i want to share something with you that really like flipped my mind like a couple of things flipped my mind um tyler the creator said something in like a quick 60 minute and 60 second thing that was on youtube and he said the problem with new artists, and I'm gonna relate this to us, but he said the problem with new artists is that they put out a song one time. <laughs> and he was like, Man, I'm still promoting an album from last year every day. Yeah. Like it just came out. I'm Tyler the Creator. I got a whole team behind me, but I'm still personally promoting an album that came out a year ago. Yeah. That's the difference between those who make it and those who don't is what you got out there. It's not enough to talk about it one time, it's not enough to talk about it for the week that it's hot. 
it's continually high because number one, someone hasn't heard it. Number two, somebody who did hear it forgot they didn't have the money when it first came out. They wanted to get it, but they forgot about it. And now you're not bringing it back up and reminding them. Number three, you're not reminding yourself of all the shit that you got going on. So I'm going to say that to you and- I'm hit. I'm, hit. <laughs> I'm saying that to you because it hit me heavy when I heard it. I'm like, dang, okay, I'm I understand it. Oh and the crazy part about it is that album that he's still promoting that came out over a year ago is actually pretty fire. But hearing it from somebody who's made it already is completely different because I'm like, yo, if he made it, people yeah. checking for him already. Yeah, he made it in his space in his sector. What's different about me in my sector? Why should why shouldn't I be doing the same thing in my sector? Why doesn't it make sense to talk about something that has been done? I wrote a book, right? You wrote a book. You got your website. Why not talk about it every day, right? Why 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 not? And I think that there's this uh, unwritten thing with people who are really genuinely good people. Sometimes we don't like talking about what we do because it feels boastful. It feels like you know what I'm saying? It's a certain level. It, it feels like kind of creepy, like, yeah, I don't want to talk about, but you got to, you got to, we have to, it's something that we have to do because again, we were put here to help people. How are you going to know where to find the help? And yeah. you're going to get in that pool of people who really just don't care. That's one of my biggest fears is that somebody who is a really good person looking for some really good help is going to end up in the hands of somebody who really don't care. That's my, that's what drives me more than anything and else is to spiritual space. That's such a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and not even people who don't care, but people who I feel like are reckless, mm-hmm. like they know just enough to be dangerous. Right. They're not. <sighs> and they're not afraid to throw that dollar sign out there they're not and get it and not do the work for the person. And they're not afraid to throw out the catchphrases that are attracting people because people are looking for, especially right now, which is why I'm really grateful that you just said all of that. You just poured into me because I'm thinking about why I would, I wanted to get into the space of working with women and supporting women leaders um, because we need a space where women can come together and be supported in a very safe way. Um, and a, 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 in a very intentional way. Mm-hmm. And there are people that I've been seeing, women right now, entrepreneurs who were like me, right? Like all business. And they caught the bug on femininity, on spirituality, on a touch of the woo. And so they start these things and they create these spaces. And I know I've literally spoken to people who have been in these spaces where the facilitator or the initiator of the space was not... Mm-hmm. Um, mindful was not fully present or wasn't fully prepared with the space that they were creating and so they open these women up or they 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 allow them to tap into these this trauma this pain whatever this emotion is but they don't they don't close the circle right they leave them there or they say half of it and so they're they're preaching femininity while they're still heavy in their masculinity and they're not actually and so there's it's still not authentic right like there's a lack of authenticity there's a lack of safety there's a lack of community there's a lack of follow-through and it's like and this is not me condemning but it's me just being aware that that is not helpful and i have tools i have understanding i have guidance right to actually create the space that would be helpful and so right. it is a little bit negligent of me to not be putting it out there to make sure right. that that's available so thank you for um 
just uh whooping my ass today. I mean big shout out to Tyler man he whooped your ass I ain't do it <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, um, but no so I, I wanted I wanted uh to share that with you because like I said it did it it changed something in the way I was operating right yeah. and I, I'm I love to learn I love to learn um I don't think anybody's above still learning. I think if you think you're still you're above learning something new, then you're, you're probably relevant at that point. So um, dangerous again. So dangerous. I got a, I got a couple more questions for you. Okay. Um, couple are serious. A couple are not. Oh, you know boy. what I'm saying? So we going we gonna dive. We gonna dive in. Okay. Um, I have a habit of saying a couple when it's really like seven or eight. I feel like it's gonna be, but I'm gonna let you. It go. might be. It might be. It might be. So <laughs> the first question. A little bit on the serious side. And if you don't okay. want to answer, you don't have to. Okay. If you could identify as a cartoon character from the past or present, <laughs> who would it be and why? Cartoon character. Mm-hmm. Who? Um, I feel like you should have prepped me for this so I could have been thinking about yeah, this. Yeah, this would be the difficult question, right? Because I'm like, I, first of all, I'm trying to think the last time I watched a cartoon. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I guess there's, hmm, hmm, mm-hmm. character. Yeah, I we can come back to it. Let's come back to it. Yeah, please let's, let's come back to it. Give it some thought. <laughs> we'll come back to it. All right. So, next question is this. Yeah. What advice do you have for somebody who is converting from the space that they've always operated in, whether it's corporate, whether it's business, whatever? And they're finding their spirituality. They're finding themselves. They're finding a the space. Um, aside from book on your website so they can talk to you, what advice would you just give to them right now to help them along that journey? Ooh. Um, don't do it in silo. Because um, one of the things, especially like if your existing community is not that and there's nothing wrong with that not everybody you know people are on their own journeys we're all here having our own experiences as soul beings and so if your current community is not in that space yet um and there's nobody inside of that space that uh that you feel like you can talk to look around i'm not gonna i'm not even saying like you have to go initiate relationships with people um but do some research, try to find some groups, find some courses, find a coach, find somebody who resonates with where you feel like you're headed next. Because even that relationship may not be a lifetime relationship. It can be right. Seasoned, right? Like the people who uh, you meet along the way who help advance your journey, they may not be there forever. And it's going to feel crazy. It's going to feel like, hey, did I do something wrong that they're not there now, that, that they were there, they were such a big part? Uh-uh. They yeah. just have a role to play, just like you have a role to play in their lives. But anyways, doing it in community allows you, like there's a lot of power in group work in general, right. but um, there is a level of validation and not that spiritual work means validation, but you know, like in the beginning, like confirming that you are understanding exactly. What you're, yeah, no, that makes sense. That your, your journey is your journey, right? Like you saying how, running is meditation for you right and i'm like oh yeah i meant to say that too and it's like it doesn't it doesn't change your 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 uh experience it doesn't change mine but maybe somebody listening to this podcast who's always been like well i feel closest when i am uh 
outside or when I'm exercising, that actually calms me. But that's not what meditation is. Like it just gives you access to more ways that you get to be connected. And it lets you see that it can be as unique or as similar as um, as it needs to be, as it gets right. to be. I think finding, even if it's one other person who you can have conversations with about all of these things without them looking mm-hmm. at you like you have four eyes on your head. Um, <laughs> is so helpful, right? Because imagine if Emery was having this conversation with me, or why am I speaking? <laughs> I'm speaking to the person. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Right? Yeah. We talking, and I wasn't with the meditation shit, right? I, and you're sitting there like, yeah, I saw a yellow bird, a black and yellow bird. And I'm like, oh, what? So what? So what? You saw a bird, right? You know, like I didn't get any of right. the significance of it, right? Versus mm-hmm said it and I, my follow-up was like well did you look it up did you look it up right 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 because right. you like not not like disregarding it and so i think absolutely value even in just having somebody who's in the same sphere as where you're trying to go to have those and they don't have to be the only person they just have to be your only new friend your only friend after that point but just right even one person but try to find yeah. a little bit of a group or a community um who can just be uh just be on the path I think is is the most helpful. Well, I, I like that. Yeah. No, I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. You know, free yourself up so that the bright people can can show up for you. Yeah. I like that. So you said something about community. I like that you said something about community. But I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a community? If someone wanted to join a community, do you have a community they could join? Technically. Really. <laughs> Technically. Give up the goods. Um, but if I'm being, <laughs> if I'm just gonna be fully transparent, you know, I'm yes. in a bit of a space right now. I'm going to say like a, a pause because it's um I feel like there's some refining that gets to happen with how I'm showing up and mm-hmm. um, like how I was saying, you know, I want to focus on women and what does that need to look like? What does that get to look like? How can I format that? So I do have like an I goddess community. It's on my uh, website, the create with intention tribe. All of those things are there. I have a Facebook group for human design. Mm-hmm intentionally thrive with human design so i have these spaces they're there but am i as present and active in them as i'd like to be right now no but that could change at any moment with somebody coming in and reviving the energy you know the space as well so i'm not going to say don't come look for my stuff if you see it and it resonates with you what you're reading you could be the thing that i get to respond to that will bring it back to life in a beautiful way so um yeah yes but also just connecting with me is community in and of itself so right if the stuff that you see on the site is like oh i don't know about that group right now but i like your energy camille hit me up because then we are in community together by being in connection so absolutely i love that and i thank you for sharing that um i do have one more question for you and then we're gonna go matter of fact are you good with the cartoon question right now all right cool no big deal so listen (laughs) oh no you you probably thought i wasn't gonna come back to it i was coming back all right so what i'm gonna do right now i'm gonna open it up for you to let people know where they can find you i know you gave your website but we all have all these different platforms and things to let people know where they can find you if they are taking uh, a liking to this and they're moved by what you're saying today yeah so the human design stuff if you're 1000 percent interested in that you can go directly to intro to human design.com um, I have two websites. Well, one is uh, theintentionalgoddess.com, which is more of a landing page right now, because again, we're rebuilding. Um, but something that has a little more information about me and like my calendar links and all that is goddess 
strategy.com. So that's intro to human design.com, the intentional goddess.com, or goddessstrategy.com. Those are three places that you can get connected with me, learn some things, see some things, at least click a few buttons and links. Um, and then on the internet, I am the intentional goddess, and I'm also Camille Salicia. Those are my names on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Okay. I like it. I like it. And thank you so much for sharing that. Now, um, based on my observation, mm -hmm. I feel like you were fully engaged in that and I appreciate that, but it also means that you probably don't have an answer to the cartoon question. Now, because you don't have an answer to the cartoon question, you get a special <laughs> opportunity. Okay. okay. So okay. here's the thing. You have to agree to it first. So you have to agree to the special opportunity or you have to pick your character right now. Now the special opportunity is really dope. It's, it's nothing bad. I promise you it's nothing bad. But you have to pick one. So I'm going to go with the opportunity because I do not have an answer for the cartoon. Bet. So because you don't have a cartoon character right now, you have to come back on the show at some point in the oh. future. And you have to be prepared to let people know who with you the are. cartoon character. <laughs> yes. I can agree to that. I can agree. Bet. I can research. <laughs> bet. 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 So she's going to go watch a bunch of cartoons and she'll be back. Yeah. You know, a couple of episodes down the line, but um, yeah. I definitely want to say thank you, Camille, for stopping through, kicking yeah. it with me, and just sharing your perspective, your expertise, and what you do with people who may not know and may need to know and may need something that you do. So I appreciate you for sharing that, being transparent, and also being knowledgeable enough to explain so it can be understood by somebody like myself. So I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm Absolutely. so grateful for the opportunity. So thank you. Absolutely, and I'm like I'm glad you got to come back too. Yeah, this is like detention. So you got to come back after class. But right. um, so to everybody listening, please check out the websites that she had has mentioned. They will be in the notes for the description for the podcast episode. Um, I want to make a small announcement that maybe me may or not know, may or may not know. This is no longer a podcast. This is a show. This is my show. This is my show. This is my show. The I'm show. saying this because this is a show. And the, I feel that this is what's needed right now. Yeah. This space is what's needed right now. So it's going to be coming to you what, way more frequently than you're used to with way more content than you're used to, way more perspective than you're used to. And it's going to be something that you can get really comfortable, settle in with, and, and you can feel comfortable knowing that it's going to be there consistently for you. This is nothing that's going away anytime soon. Um, If anything, it's going to be coming to you way more. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. The details of what that looks like is coming really soon. I have some really big announcements and you get to be the special person whose episode this was announced on, but um, it's so much major stuff coming for this platform. And I want everybody to be involved and be prepared for that. So go over to coachemory.com. If you haven't yet, um, go to the media page. You can join my community and we can just be friends. We can be cool. I'll send you out updates. I'll send you videos of cool people who share cool things online. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's not, but it's always dope information. Um, anytime a new episode comes out, you will get a direct message right from me. So go right there on the media page on coachingme.com and you'll be able to sign yourself up to join my text message list so i wanted to share that with you guys because there's a lot of changes coming a lot of major things happening um if you're watching this episode that means that all last week there were four episodes monday through thursday i'm not gonna tell you too much but pay attention to the pattern because something major is happening right now so I want y'all to know that I appreciate y'all for rocking with me as long as y'all have checking out this episode, showing love to Celicia, well, Camille, 
whatever you want to call yourself today uh, to, <laughs> to Camille, <laughs> to Camille um, and, and rocking with me. So as always, I do want to say to y'all, be dope and be great. Peace. Bye, y'all.